Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. And today, we have lots to talk about. What are we talking about, Sammy? <laughs> well, we are doing a co-host catch-up. I see that as number one on the agenda. Um, we have a lot of pop culture to talk about. We have this whole Kim and Kanye thing. We have Katie and Tom's breakup, you reuniting with Josh Peck. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot more going on. There was Kim Kardashian's work quote. You know, so we're going to talk about everything. There's so much to get on with. All right. You ready? Because I was yes. on last week. I, I listened, though. You weren't on. Yes. You were skiing the slopes of Switzerland. Am I right? Is that where you were? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was. It was a great time. How was um, it? It was lovely. I mean, you, you know, it's what what could be bad about it? You know, it's, it was just nice. That you, That's really. Did you um, accomplish any slopes you were, I don't know. Afraid of? Afraid of um, yeah. no, like I didn't, you know, do anything. I I think I was just um I got like faster. Like I'm trying to get faster, oh. but like I'm scared because I don't like going very fast, and I think I'm able to go like slightly faster. But I'm going again in uh I'm going skiing again in next weekend. Oh, you are so yeah. Oh, I have two more ski trips this two more ski ski weekends this season to improve. So I have not yeah. gone skiing in so long. That's crazy. Do you um, want to go? I would love to go skiing. I don't. I can't go next weekend, but I really love to go. Well, it doesn't skiing. have to be next weekend. It's gonna be another time. Okay, I'm down. Okay, I'm so down. tell. Okay, tell us about Florida and your first vacay with Mila and your birthday and today it's is happening. Rusty's birthday. It's happening as we speak. So if you hear a baby in the background, she's sitting next. Oh, there like she that. is on cue. <laughs> like she like that. knew what to say. She's like they're talking she's, about me. She's talking. Rusty's going to take her in two minutes. It's Rusty's birthday. Um, mine was on Monday. We have joint birthdays every year. And this year we went away to take Mila to see her grandpa. That's my, sorry, I realized yes. I'm not talking to her. No, I'm talking no, it's to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> to see her grandpa. I was looking at her when I said that. Um, yeah, I, I, grandpa. Yeah. And um, my grandma, so who she's never met before. And so I'm really excited about that. But it's not really a vacation. <laughs> it's definitely not a vacation. She goes to bed at seven, so we have to like figure it out. But then you could have free time after. You could like go do stuff. But She's like, like I want to stay up later. No, I don't yeah, know. Del- no. Delray Beach well, has stuff. Yeah, no, where I she I have to be in the room. She can't be alone. <laughs> oh, but your 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 family? No. Well, my Rusty's parents just got here. So they're going to babysit. They babysat last night for a couple hours. Oh, good. You know, it's just good. parent life. Whatever. I'm 33 and living it up. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, this is like a big time. Like it, what? It, is, it yeah. is a big time. But let's talk about another family that is no longer a family, which is a terrible segue. But um, you could be talking about two different things. Can I? I think we're going to talk about Katie and Tom because. Okay. Music Kills Kate and Tom Schwa have announced their divorce the other day. Yeah. Which I, I heard the rumors were stirring. 
But um, it's pretty yeah. crazy that they did announce it. Also, like their posts were so very different. Um, you thought? You I posts? thought they were both like I did read them. No, they, they were, were the so different. Weird ass font. I mean, hers was like much shorter. His was much more like contrite. But I felt that they struck the same tone towards the relationship. Like fine, not but not really. It was like Katie's doing this. This is all Katie breaking up with me. I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, but he also said like her. I fucked up. Like he admitted that he fucked up. I thought it was was actually a very interesting note. Like it was very honest. It was very real. I don't think he was like really trying to deflect blame. Like he No, I, I don't think I, he was I, either, but it was just yeah. obvious that like it wasn't you know, so a lot of couples write the same post. Right? Oh like, yeah, but that's publicly. like a managed thing. That's like right. an but image this, thing. What I what I thought it was interesting, or at least like kind of what made this different was that that wasn't the same post. And that they were very different. Obviously, hers felt very like, I don't want to talk about it. This is all I'm saying. And he's like, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. And this is what I'm saying for four pages. Hers was one, you know? And But but here's the thing. Like, her, what she said matches what he said. Just yeah. his was more expanded. It wasn't from his, like. From his perspective. Right. I've heard some interesting blind items about Katie. And like her and basically like her relationships and like honestly like you've watched the show I don't think it's like a, such a shock that these two are these two are separated like I think since clearly it was her doing I or her like pushing it I'm like pretty proud of her for for like just deciding because like I, deciding the point that you're going to be like okay I, I've had enough nothing particular happened or maybe it did but not that we're aware of like Right. We're just like, okay, I this isn't going to work. And like, here is where I cut the cord, even though there's not like an obvious reason to sever it. Although maybe there is and we'll find out later. We'll see. What were, I mean, I haven't watched Vanderpump in admittedly in a very long time. What were the um, blinds that you said? Alleged. I can't it, say it. Why? Because it's messed up to say. They're blinds from sources that are not on the internet, you mean? No, they're Oh, actually, you're, yes, they are actually from people who are not on the internet. Oh, oh. Although okay. I don't know, maybe that maybe these rumors are on the internet, but they're. Oh, okay. I well, did not hear we them won't on the share internet. Them. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't hear them on the internet. Um, okay, these aren't so, Reddit source. <laughs> no, I mean maybe they are also there, but I have not. That's not where I got them. So, well, yeah. they are getting divorced, which is pretty crazy. Um, I mean, not crazy, but it's just. Like considering, no, like having kind of grown up watching them on television as like the couple, they were together for so long, they've gone through so many ups and downs, and now they're no longer really on TV, and now they're calling it quits. Do you wonder if like, if it was sort of, I wonder this sort of with like Amanda and Kyle too, like to what extent is their relationship status driven by like what's happening in the show and their careers and like what sort of benefits they get from either like staying together or separating because you always hear people comparing I mean at least like weeks ago you always heard people comparing Amanda and Kyle Cook to uh to Katie and Tom and you're mm -hmm. like oh well Katie and Tom are like still together they're trying for a baby they like you know Tom has his you know he's trying to get his restaurants up whatever and you think oh they're like okay but right. actually they're not and even let's say they were still together, it's not like you'd be like, oh, that's a dream relationship to be in, you know? No. So right. I don't know. It's interesting. I think 
it's we'll never know like within their own heads how much of the decision is like really about the relationship versus about other factors like and maybe some of them are the show the show plays a huge role in their relationship totally it's just but they're never gonna say it they're never gonna be like i don't know i left because the sh- it wasn't you know what was best for the just overall the show for the drama was not yeah best for our relationship were they together at the beginning of Vanderpump or did they get together during no they were together like pretty early I don't think she was on like the first season or something and then she came in like later like I think a little slightly later why is her 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 handle music kills Kate like I don't associate her with music whatsoever right I don't know like it kills her martinis <laughs> i don't know i, I associate yeah. more with like bartending um i associate her with like the original sir dress i can't explain this but like when i yeah. picture katie maloney i picture her like the day she arrived at sir like oh, that's who I, she is to me that's always how I picture the other one what's her name sheena no the other one that looks like katie but isn't kristen. katie kristen yeah i picture her in like the sir dress and her short haircut yeah and like can you she also was dating Tom Sandoval. I never forget that one thing. Like, and she cheated on him with Jax. She like for real though. And what's crazy is that this wasn't like show plotline shit. Like she actually did did it on the side. Yeah, cameras are off, and they really didn't want anyone to find out. I know. Why? What a great show. The (laughs) glory days. But yeah, those, that's that why was, that show that was, was really the top at that time because like the things that were happening were really happening. Ariana really did come start working at the bar, and Kristen really did get jealous. Yes, yes, and for rightfully so, they're together for so yeah. long. Um, yeah. Also, what happened the same day was uh, DJ when they announced their split was DJ James Kennedy said he's in a new relationship, and he posted right. him and his girlfriend. Fairly quickly after breaking up with um, Rock. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay, so, well. Such a mess. That such is mess. like, okay, like, tell me later about that. Yeah, like, I know, like, right? Yeah. But I, I really do think, like, no, watching their back and forth or ups and downs, they definitely stayed together or, like, I mean, for what I was going to say, they stayed together for the show, but then mid-thought, I was thinking, even if they broke up, the show still would have been good. Yeah, but but um, maybe they don't – think about, like, the other factors involved. Like, they would have to, like, move out on the show. Then it becomes, like, yeah, so does he hook up with Tom another and, girl? Tom and Kristen like, bro- broke up. Yeah, but maybe they didn't want to, like, deal with – you know what I mean? Maybe they were just like, we don't want to deal with this. Right. I guess we're going to see what happens. But I don't think anybody's that surprised. Right. Because I heard, I heard, like, the rumors they were trying to have a kid – but like they obviously have not there's got to be something around that right Right. you have to wonder right i mean who knows if she like wanted to have a kid because with him specifically or she's just like wanted to have it and now she's like well i don't really you know it doesn't have to be with him i don't know maybe who knows what her what her what how her feelings on that have evolved like maybe she i don't know she's like i'm just going to adopt you know who knows
This episode of App Betches is brought to you by FrameBridge. Around our office, we have so many colorful framed art prints and photos. It creates such a fun atmosphere and gives our space that unique Betches character. I've been a longtime user of FrameBridge because anytime I want to frame something, custom framing can be so difficult and expensive, and they don't always have the sizes you want online if you want to try to frame something yourself. So then your options are to bring something to an expensive framing store or leave it in your closet collecting dust. But FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to get your special artwork and memories in frames so you can spice up your space with ease. Basically, everything in my house has been framed by FrameBridge. We got our wedding photos done immediately by FrameBridge. We've hung a gallery wall. FrameBridge is truly my go-to. They make it so easy to select a frame to see how they would look online. And they send you packaging so that you can send in the thing you want framed so that it won't get ruined. We all know that getting custom frames can be difficult, but FrameBridge is easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. You can easily order online at FrameBridge.com or visit a retail store if you need some guidance. You can either upload a digital photo for them to print or mail in an item using their free secure prepaid packaging that I mentioned. Then FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or visit a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Okay, now do you want to talk about a different family that split up and we can do the Pete and Kanye beef followed by the Kim K work comments? Let's do it. Okay, so did you see the text messages between Pete and Kanye that were released on Pete's friend's Instagram and later deleted? But whatever, we all saw them. Absolutely, I saw them. <laughs> okay, shall we summarize for the for the peeps just in case? Um, yes, we shall summarize. Um, but I Okay, I'll tell you. Basically, Pete texts Kanye, yo, it's skeet, meaning the name that he's been like derogatorily calling calling him. him. And he basically is sort of like leading with him, but in a respectable, serious way to stop this like ridiculous, like his campaign against like Kim and the kids and, and saying that he's like hurting them. And he really is like very straight with him. Like I was turned on by Pete's text. I can't explain it. Like they were like hot. Like, they, they were, were very mature. Like, they were hot. They were mature. Yeah, I guess that's why they were hot. Yeah. They, he kept calling up except with the exception of like, I'm in bed with your girl. Like that was the one exception <laughs> of, of the mature yeah. text. Well, that's because I think he like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he needed to prove that it was him. Right, right. I love those texts. I was like, this is the greatest conversation I've ever had. I think I had a dream about the texts after. (laughs) That you were texted them? No, that like something about skeet, like it was him. He Like the word skeet was in the dream and it was like needed to write like jokes for him. It was like something to do with SNL. I don't have no idea. But um, he, he was basically pleading with him and asking him, can you please stop? Can we talk man? to man like i'm at the beverly hills hotel um oh which is okay i've been looking for him the whole fucking week they're there my eyes are peeled at the beverly hills hotel yeah they were there yeah i saw a picture um a video of them walking in the halls they often go to the coffee shop which i was planning to go to i'm gonna go after after my next meeting i'm gonna go there <laughs> i'm gonna stake it out i'm gonna get my iced coffee and I'm going to hope that they walk in. The other thing is that, so so Kanye was like, come to su- Sunday service. And <laughs> Pete, Skeet like, was no, like, come here. no, this isn't for publicity. I'm not doing this for publicity. Like, you're ruining your kids' lives. 
Um, yes. Can we just talk about this and not make it about like this nonsense? And he's just like, come to Sunday service. Like, But why? then at the end, because he wants to do it, like he wants to do it on his own home turf. You know what I mean? But also at the end, I thought it was nice that Pete was like, listen, like I have mental stuff. It's yeah. really rough. Like you can get help. That was the part where I was like, oh, this is really nice. He's a nice guy. Um, yeah, like he can so, get yeah. better. Yeah. Connie, like, notoriously does not accept treatment. And that's, I think, why he said that. So. I don't know. I just. It feels like. For the first time in my life, I feel badly for Kim Kardashian. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, I'll, re- I'll say that again. Wait, <laughs> okay. Did you see also Kim went on Ellen and talked about Pete and said, and Ellen was like, oh, I heard Pete has a tattoo for you. And mm-hmm. she's like, it's not a tattoo, it's a branding. And Ellen was like, what? She uh, like, And then she like- That's made worse, them, a stamp? Yes, on his chest. And that's what he got. He like burned her name or something. I don't know okay. what the actual tattoo is. It's like Yellowstone. No, it says her name. It says Kim. Like I saw it. Um, okay. That I am done. Okay. Number one, <laughs> I was going to be like, I could see them together forever. But then when you told me he brand, it was a branding, I, I don't know. That's not, I don't know. That doesn't strike me. Oh, that's not mature. It's not, um, it's very Billy Bob and Angelina. Like you just don't need to do that. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about, um, I don't know how I feel about the longevity of the relationship with the branding. Imagine, okay, if they break up, right? Like, who is Pete going to date after? J-Lo? Someone else named Kim. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's Kim after Kim? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, honestly, the only, let's think, J-Lo. Madonna. Like, that's no, somebody no, else no, I could no. see. Like, who? Julia Fox. <laughs> Julia Fox. That would honestly no, work. No, no, no. I don't think so. Maybe, um, maybe they have, maybe from, they have no. it in them to be together for a while. Meryl Streep? No. <laughs> no she's okay, not. like in the Kardashian show, she says like I don't need the flash and the, and I just need someone who's regular, and funny. I just want funny, and he's pretty regular, down to earth, and and funny. Yeah, I mean she's going to like pizza places with him. Like when has that? It's totally a. I think it could be like a reaction to the last relationship where it was like right. be perfect and wear all white and and your house it's is perfect and don't touch yeah. anything. And now she's like, I want to be really down to earth. And here's the thing. And this can actually kind of parlay into our next conversation about Kim. Even though Kim grew up like pretty rich, she grew up in Calabasas in the 90s. It wasn't like the same. She didn't live in the level of luxury that she is used to living in now. So like the idea of her going to like a pizza shop is not that crazy. Like she probably did when she was a child. You know, it's, right. it probably has like, you know, she probably, she's not like an heiress who never went to like a diner, you know? Right, like, right. <laughs> she probably went to like normal places, you know? And it probably feels like a little comfortable to her after not after so many years of only being in like really regulated environments that are like really, you know, not down to earth whatsoever, not grounding, that it might feel really grounding for her. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
I've been to therapy for many years. And whenever I have a problem that I just can't seem to wrap my head about, if I have intrusive thoughts or I have something I just like I'm avoiding, I always go to therapy because I know my therapist can help me work through the issue, come out on the other side and just leave the session feeling like everything's going to be okay. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Right. I mean, it could also just be like the opposite extreme. But at the same time, it's not like he's just like a regular old guy. Like he is also very wealthy. And now... Not to right. like Kanye's but, extent, but, but it's also, not like, but it's not like another. Who cares? She like, doesn't need. No, you know what I mean. Like she's going to the op- other side of the spectrum, and I mean, as like sort of a reaction to her last like, relationship, like you said. But then it's also like it's not that far. It's just sort of doing regular stuff. But I'm sure there's still, like you know, Pete likes the the luxury, with the exception of like hanging out and going to Staten Island, hanging out in his bedroom. Like they do probably do like extravagant things together so maybe yeah, I mean, it's not Pete's that still going yeah he's still at the beverly hills hotel like it's, exactly it's no not he, like he's like slumming it i also read that he might go to a space voyage like with in a with few days like on Bezos, the 23rd right? yeah yeah i think i read that too <laughs> so maybe you think he, it will yeah. go can you it's so insane how he just kind of like came out of no like he was just random he was funny on snl People are like, who is this kid? He's weird looking, but also like really funny and makes jokes about his dad dying in 9-11. And then all of a sudden he was like seen with Kate Beckinsale. And then right. he's like started coming up and up and up out of nowhere dating like Ariana Grande and like Kezi Dave and whatever. And then he just- No, you just went up. in backwards order. You went in whatever. total backwards order. Kezi David. <laughs> um, Beckinsale first. No. Then Kazzy. No, no, no. Beckinsale last. It was Kazzy, Ariana, Kate, him. No. Kate yeah. was pictured way before Ariana. No. Sean, let us know the order of the dating, but I do want to just say one other thing. Just based on this list of women he has dated, he is probably just like a nice guy. That's the thing. He's probably like a humble enjoyable guy who's not affected by like as much bullshit as normal people as as many I don't want to say normal people as most people who she's around he probably doesn't want as much from her as most people want from her right and she probably loves that feeling of like a guy actually just like being like a 
decent guy. Like, that's what I think he probably has on all these people, why they, like, stick around. Because, like, you sometimes just can't help, like, wanting to be around someone who you really enjoy their company and they're nice to you and they're funny and right clearly probably very good at sex you know like clearly probably clearly yeah. probably very good um yeah but yeah. I, I mean also it, while while you're saying like oh she it's nice to be around a guy who probably likes her for her i mean he likes there's no way he was gonna say no to being with kim kardashian like this is his you know he's like oh wow i could be with kim kardashian like you know she has a lot right, of um, right there's a lot of clout to her name okay we have the results from sean about the dating order Ariana was first, then Kate. I oh. here's the here's what I remember. Ariana came right after Cassie because Cassie had the best Instagram comeback of all time when he started dating Ariana Grande. She they, they were like everywhere with the ponytail and the lollipop and all that shit. And Cassie, who was his previous girlfriend, I don't know if the breakup was like so obvious or whatever. She was in Africa on a safari. And she posts, been in Africa, what I miss, with like oh, yeah. a hot thirst trap on a on like a safari car. Oh yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. So <laughs> so that's how I remember that it was Cassie, then definitely Ariana. Cause that was right. like an epic comeback. Like she won in that moment, I could argue. She won in the sense that like no one's wondering if she's what okay. she thinks about it, you know? No, I'm still wondering what she thinks, but you know. I mean, yeah, she must be like, wow, I found this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I'm the founder <laughs> of Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. I am she, the original girlfriend. I, am I thought they were a really <laughs> cute couple. They were like a normal, I mean, what? I don't know. They're fucking normal. You don't know. But they had a real couple quality to them rather than a paparazzi quality to them, which he later had with Ariana and with Kate and clearly. I think he has an itch for fame. And yeah. the glitz and glamour, I really do. He like is, you know that that kind of that kind of he, guy. Like, he strikes me as sort of like a simple, innocent, again, like not manipulative guy. Where he's just like, let me date these hot women and have fun. Like you know, like it's fun for him. So he's like, I'll just keep doing it. Right. But I I think he's too too crazy extreme for Cassie. How do you know? Like her dad is Larry David. <laughs> this is based on vibes. I'm a vibe okay, reader. Vibes. I'm vibe a vibe checkers. reader. Okay. And he is like the guy who is like, you know, he, I, I, he's like, in, he has all the crazy tattoos. He, lo he loves Josh Safdie, <laughs> his favorite. You know, he's like, I feel like he's, he's in the crew of like Emrata's husband, fat Jewish. Yeah, but like, I think a they, lot of that is like that kind I think, of vibe. And that's okay. but think about the fat Jewish. Like a lot of they present very they have this like bad by presentation, but underneath it is like kind of like you a know, nice just like boy. These, like, guys. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That that right. I mean, he's not Kanye. But Right. That's what I'm saying. Like But at the same time, I do think that they like being very rich and and of course they and do. that that's lifestyle. Like, Whereas I of don't course. think the Cassie life is like that because she's always been kind of wealthy. So like, that's the difference. I think her life is probably just as like nice. It's just like she does what she wants to do. And she like, it's not that she's, she doesn't have to really like, she's doing what she wants to do. It's not that, you know, she could live that life if she wanted. She just like doesn't want to, you know. No, no, no. But the difference is that she actually did grow up in wealth, like very right. rich. He's very rich. Larry right. David wrote Seinfeld. They make fuck ton of money. 
So she's always lived that. So it's not like that's what she's going for. Whereas he had to work for it. Well, there's also a piece, and this actually does get us into the Kim thing, where it's like, okay, Pete, all those fat Jewish, like those guys didn't grow up into like comfort and your name is tied. Like everyone's like, oh, so-and-so's son. You know, and I think that probably that's what binds these guys where they're like, okay, I want fame because I'm building it off my talent where she's worried and understandably because like when she wrote her book, people were like, why does she deserve a book? I personally think she's very funny and like who cares if her dad is famous? Like don't read her book if you don't fucking want to read it. You know, I think she's – in terms of nepotism kids go, like I think she's one of the much more talented ones. But so I think she probably is like – feels like she needs to prove herself so that she doesn't get comments like that. Whereas someone like Pete or like the fat Jew, you know, these guys, like they, it's not that they came from nothing. Like I would not say that at all, but they didn't come from Larry David's house. And so no one's like, oh, it's just because they're Larry David's kid. And she has to deal with that, you know? Right. Which I know will get us to the work conversation. (laughs) But I just just want to close off why I think, I don't think Cassie and Pete are a match because of the, the differences in like the desires for money. Yeah. Like for the lifestyle of wealth. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's probably like, oh, I've had enough of this. No, he's like, I want more, you know, because she, not that they're, they broke up. <laughs> so it's obviously. No, but here's work. the thing. I think she's, but even if she, I don't know if she's like, I've had enough of this as much as she's just like, I don't need to flash it because she's like, right. it's so That's ingrained. What I mean. But he, yeah. Well, Here's what I I think they're really compatible as like that first couple, first you know. Couple. Right, she founded him. <laughs> yeah, she did. Cassie she David, was the founder Eve of Pete to, Davidson. She was the Eve to Pete Davidson's Adam. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ready to redefine your relationship with alcohol? Whether you're trying to cut back or just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet, fruity sours? Athletic Brewing has an assortment of non-alcoholic beers in almost any style you can think of. One thing I really like is a great Sunday brunch. And sometimes, you know, you kind of want to have a drink during it. But also it's Sunday and you kind of want to get your life together. That's the perfect occasion to have an Athletic Brew 
non-alcoholic beer. Athletic brews a variety of great-tasting, award-winning non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Extra Dark Brews, Sours, Hazies, and more, many of which are only available online and for a limited time. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic Brews Bebs, you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. And when you support Athletic, you support a company that cares. They're a certified B Corp and donate up to $2 million annually to protect and restore outdoor spaces around the globe through the Two for the Trails program. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code BETCHES to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's B-E-T-C-H-E-S at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company. Fit for all times. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Let's talk about Kim's comments about, you should work hard. Okay, basically everyone knows what Kim said. She was like, no one wants, it seems like no one wants to work hard. And the funniest part of that video is Courtney, famous for not yeah. being really interested in working chimes right. in so true it's like so what true. you can't get people to work hard enough at push like because you don't give so a fuck true. about it either like so yeah. true. okay <laughs> anyway at first i was like i was just like hard eye roll like she's so fucking annoying when i when i heard this i was like you had me feeling bad for you and now you have to say bullshit like this they're trying right. to prom- promote their hulu show but then i actually saw a tweet that jared tweeted which i thought was a really good point that it doesn't obviously make her comments like better, but it does sort of like, I don't know. It's just an interesting nuance to to think about. And his point was like, Kim was not talking about like the single mother working three jobs that needs to work harder. Kim was talking about like, cause Kim doesn't know any people like that. You know, Kim only knows like the people around her and like rich people and their annoying kids who want jobs, but don't want to like work for them. So Jared was saying that he thinks that that's who she was speaking to, like the people in her orbit who are trying to get like nepotism jobs, but not really work that hard. And they want to be like Kim, but they don't want to put in the work that she does. Like everyone knows Kim works hard, regardless of like what else you want to say about her. She works hard. She has a great reputation for being extremely professional, extremely nice to people who she meets for work. So like I give her that credit. But 
I think I actually think I see his point. Like she's not aware of people who like really are working hard, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously comes off not great <laughs> coming from him dressed in like, <laughs> like with her in like this interview and like also like the comments that come off of it. That like you need to surround yourself by like smart people. And my mom always taught us that. And it's just like, you know, adding to the mom thing. It's like you're always been like you grew up in what like some a bit of wealth and like her dad was the lawyer for the most famous case. But the backlash was was mostly like Ugh, it's enough with these like billionaires telling us how to go from a millionaire to a like, you know, you have to work to be a billionaire. Like I, I get I get why there's backlash. And again, I I, I didn't get that mad about it. Because I roll. It, just like it was an eye, eye roll. roll. It was like, okay, get it. Like I get come on. Just don't. <laughs> just don't. Right. Like, just say I'm like fucking grateful for all that I've had. I worked very hard for this. I um could not have done it alone. And <laughs> like I'm so grateful right. for my fans and everyone that's brought me here today. Like that would have been a better message than like a sort of you've just have to work. You just have to get into the room and you have to work. You Nobody wants to work anymore. It's so true. And you just have to work. <laughs> and like, but like, okay. Doesn't, and, but also, no, I, I get Jared's, I agree to an extent, like she only has, she only has the context of her own upbringing. So she right. did work <laughs> compared to her sisters. She right, did, right. Well, she exactly. did work. And, she didn't have as as much wealth as, say, her younger sisters, Kylie and Jenner. I mean, Kylie and Jenner. Kylie, Kylie and Jenner. Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. obviously, like, to her, that's her other comparison to see how these, her, her daughter or. Her family members. Her No, the, uh, the younger family members, like her kids. Yeah. Like, all, the, the comparison is. She really did have to work for it. They will not have to work a day in their life. So well, here's here's the and thing. and the sip and yeah. her sister's careers have been made because of her. So, but again, off of a sex tape. <laughs> but here's the thing: that's something to fucking work out in therapy. And if you have resentment or you feel frustrated that certain people around you are not working as hard as you are, or it makes you feel superior. She's not speaking to those people. She's not speaking to her family. She's speaking to the public. And I think that honestly, the way that the economy like is structured now, the workforce, like the way that you're so much inequality and you see how people who are so wealthy have are able to make their money and you you know that they're not putting in thousands of times more work, quote unquote, than the or effort than the average person or just like normal people. I think people especially very wealthy ones, get themselves into huge trouble when they say shit, when they scold the public about their lack of work ethic. It's like, you probably do not do the, you don't do the backbreaking work that like someone at Amazon in a warehouse or a postal service worker does. Like right. you are like, your work is, let's be real. Like, yes, you wake up at 4am to get your makeup done, but people are servicing you. Like, and then right. you are you making so much compensation. Right. Like you're working and you're getting compensated, but like there's so many people who are not getting compensated at the level that you are getting compensated. And not everyone's in your position. Everyone has like, they're they're entitled to have 
reasons and frustrations to not want to work. Like if you're a teacher and you're just like, fuck it, because no one gives a shit if I die, you know, during the COVID crisis, like, of course, you're not going to be like, yeah, like I would be frustrated if I heard Kim speaking that generally. Yeah. About that. Because it's like, you don't fucking know. But she's definitely not talking to those people. She's not saying that everyone in the public partakes it as like, nobody wants to work. Everybody takes everything personally because everybody has one phone in their front of their face and the person that is speaking back at them is feels like they're talking to them directly. So that's why everybody's right. always offended by everything because it feels personal. You can't, it feels personal. You have one person talking at you and it's like, are she talking to me? Like, no, right. obviously from Kim's perspective, I she's don't talking work. to a team of cameras. And she, in her right. mind, she's probably talking about like, like Jared said, like influencers, a lot of influencers who think that like, oh, right. you can just let me do a few TikTok hacks and I'll gain 20,000 followers overnight. It's so much easier than Instagram, blah, blah, blah. All those fucking stupid videos that you see on TikTok. Like, yeah. like that kind of stuff, I'm sure. And, and like you slash Jared, whatever saying is like the people that are trying to get, you know, rich or just get in with her easily. So right. I Those don't know. people probably don't work. It's just like people like getting, making generalizations about the workforce when you are someone who employs people and you are a boss and you have so much money, just please refrain from opining on that. You know? Right. Like who are you to judge everyone's work ethic? I know. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. She, she wasn't. But at the same time, it feels like she, it it feels like like she, like she was. was. It sounded like she was because she was very vague. She wasn't. She's no one wants to work anymore. Like, you're well, that is like it. a line. That is a that is like a an ideology that is shared, I think, by a lot of people in like the elite managing class think that like no one wants to work. Everyone wants to quit. Everyone's lazy. Everyone just wants like more money. That's like the over like I bet you if like you had a bunch of like very powerful executives sitting in together, they'd be like, yeah, they're so, you know, Gen Z, so lazy, so entitled, wants everything. Like, I think that that is a line that, or a, an I, a viewpoint that is shared by a lot of very wealthy people in managerial or like ownership positions. I don't want to say managerial, I want to say more ownership. And there's like this sentiment that like everyone's lazy, no one wants to work and like they keep wanting more. And I think Kim echoed that in a right. bad time and a bad way. In a very bad way, right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Aileen, how was rekindling the friendship with Josh Peck? Isn't that crazy? We went on vacation with him, basically. Um, yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was so fun because, like, we both were like – because I was like, hey, do you remember? And he's like, I remember. Do you remember? I was like, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't want to be, like, that creep, like, because, like, he was Josh Peck, whatever. Um, I mean, we spent, like, a lot of time together. A lot of time we went parasailing. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. And he talked about – um, his new book that just came out, Happy People Are Annoying. And we <laughs> love that title. They just are talked about like his life and he he shared some really interesting things about the time when he speaking of work, he just like he <laughs> Judd Apat it was a really good story. Everybody should go listen to Diet Starts Tomorrow, the episode with Josh Peck. He told a story about how he was off of Drake and Josh. He was doing some movies and then like Judd Apatow like wanted him to come. Like, oh, well, you know, you're not good for this role that he auditioned for, but maybe I would, like, have you come on another thing. He was like, meh. And he, like, said he was like, oh, I was acting a little too cool for it. And mm-hmm. then he didn't show up for something that Judd Apatow told him to come to, and it turned out to be super bad, and he fired him. Uh, and Who doesn't 
didn't show up for John Apatow, although maybe at the time. Well, that's what I was saying. Same. It was like he, that he thought he was like a little. It, he he admitted like he was you know doing. So, He's he like I'm a child at the time. star. Hello. He was drinking at the time, and it didn't like help, you know that kind of thing. So. Anyway, we go into a lot of that. He talked about how he hasn't like been friends with Drake as of Josh and Drake in so long, and I don't know. It was just it was a great interview. So Josh Peck was actually listen. one of the first people I like encountered who doesn't drink, like in like post, yeah, like a someone kind of like of our cohort, you know, that doesn't drink, right? Oh yeah, I remember that, and we were like, what? we were so young. Right, like I remember being like sort of mind blown, but like how yeah. mind blown. Because we were I so been? young. We're like, how do you go through social situations? And now it's Which, like kind of common. Thinking about like how we thought about it really does a number on thinking about like where you were in that headspace at that time. Exactly. I know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everybody go listen to that. And then he came to our office, but um, we were both away. Um, and yeah. apparently everybody had a really good time. He's just like a really – He's a nice my, guy. Anybody who who um, listened, our, our friend Alexa, she's like, he just seemed like a nice guy, and Such a he nice like guy. is. He just like seems like a sweet. I mean, when guy we like and everything, he was not like affected. He wasn't like um, I'm too cool to like you know be friendly and nice. He's yeah. a nice guy. Big fan of Josh Peck. Big fan. Everybody go listen to the episode. And all right, well, everyone, if you have any opinions about everything we talked about including um kim kanye skeet drama <laughs> um email ariana kazi ariana kazi um kate <laughs> if you, kim kazi kate <laughs> with the exception the of ariana <laughs> yeah well she got the ring so yep special well, anyway, if anybody has any opinions or demands to join the conversation, because I mean, we know it's hard when it's us two talking and everyone's like, I want to say something, but you can't because all you have is a headphone. You can email us betches at betches.com and you can DM us at Sammy, at Aileen, and obviously at Betches. And um, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe and follow the show on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we will be back next week with Jordana on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.